You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation. We have 16 matches on this Monday's show, starting with Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy defeating Ryan Nemeth and J.D. Drake, the new tag team that's been formed recently. And uh, Orange Cassidy comes out to his new theme music, Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. Uh, it fits them pretty well, I have to admit. A funny moment when Orange Cassidy, um, he does three back-to-back one counts, and he tells the ref that should have been three as it adds up to three. Pretty funny moment here. Cassidy does get the pin on J.D. Drake after hitting the beach break. After the match, Miro, Kip Sapien, and Penelope Ford come out to hype up the Arcade Anarchy match. And uh, when Taylor and Cassidy are leaving, they have their backs turned, they get attacked by Miro and Kip. Match number two, John Moxley with a record of 29-2-21, ranked number four, defeats Bill Collier, making his debut. Uh, Collier has 14 years of wrestling experience, but Moxley wins pretty convincingly with the bulldog choke. They show from earlier today when Cody Rhodes presented his signed weight belt to a young boy from the Boys and Girls Club of North Florida. Pretty cool moment here. Match number three, Penelope Ford with a record of 3-0, accompanied by Kip Sabian, defeated Layla Gray with a record of 0-2 with a double-knee gut buster, so not her usual fisherman suplex that she does. Match number four, Gun Club. Austin, Billy, and Colton defeated... The team of Rex Lawless and Milk Chocolate, which is a tag team from Brandon Watts and Randy Summers. Uh, I've seen Milk Chocolate before in Evolve. They've also wrestled in Beyond Wrestling. Uh, Lawless also comes from Beyond Wrestling. He's also done Shikara as well. Colton Gunn does get the pin on Summers after hitting the 310 to Yuma. We see an interview backstage with Thunder Rosa. She's pretty much thanking all her fans for their support for the, lo- the Lights Out match. And then she's also hyping up her match tonight with one of her students, Alex Gracia. She talks about representing Latinas, but she gets interrupted by Diamante, who says that nobody represents her and tells her that she doesn't even go here and wants to step up against Rosa. And Rosa says anytime she wants. Uh, pretty interesting that Ivelisse has not been seen with Diamante for a about a little over a month, I want to say. And it looks like Diamante is going to go into this solo program with Thunder Rosa. So not sure exactly what happened when he released there. But nice to see Diamante and Thunder Rosa get a spotlight here. 
Match number five, Joey Janela with a record of one and one with Sonny Kiss defeated Chandler Hopkins making his debut. Uh, Hopkins has wrestled for MLW and Ring of Honor. Janela gets to win here with the greetings from Asbury Park. Dasha is backstage with TH2, asking Jack, Jack Evans how he prepares for his match with Jungle Boy tonight. Evans says he doesn't need to prepare, he just needs his coffee. And then you see a funny moment with Angelico kind of dancing in the background, and Dasha is like, there's no music playing, and he's like, it's all in the head, it's all in the head. Yeah, Angelico, I know it is. Match number six, Thunder Rosa with a record of 11-5, defeated her student Alex Gracia with a record of 0-5 with the Fire Thunder Driver. Nice match from both of these here. Match number seven, Layla Hirsch with a record of 4-3, defeated Vipress with a record of 0-1 by submission with a cross arm breaker. Match number eight, Frankie Kazarian with a record of 10-0, defeated Danny Limelight with a record of 3-1 with his new move, the Crossface Chicken Wing. They kept um, hyping up that he has a new finishing move, and this is it. And after the match, we see Christian Cage come on stage, and he's clapping for Kazarian before their upcoming match. Match number nine, Ethan Page with a record of two and one, defeated Fuego do Sol with a record of 0 and 6 with the Eagles Edge. Uh, one of these days, Fuego do Sol, you will get a win and you will have a beautiful tornado DDT. I promise you that. Match number 10, Hika Rashida and Ty Conti teaming up for the first time, defeating Jasmine Allure and Tisha Price. Uh, Conti gets the pen rather quickly here, hitting the DD tie on Tisha Price for the win. Match number 11, Jungle Boy with a record of 3-0, defeated Jack Evans with a record of 1-3, accompanied by Angelico, winning with the Snare Trap. Match number 12, QT Marshall and Lee Johnson defeated the team of Adam Priest and Aaron Fryer, with Marshall pinning Priest after the Diamond Cutter. Match number 13, Ryu Mizunami with a record of 7-1, ranked number 4 in the women's division, defeated Kylan King with a record of 2-1, with the guillotine leg drop. A pretty long competitive match here from both of these ladies. Match number 14, Dark Orders 5 and 10 with a record of 2 and 3, defeated D3 and Barry Morales, with 10 making D3 pass out with the full Nelson. Dasha's backstage with Ethan Page. Uh, Page is pretty much questioning why AEW is overlooking him and how nobody here likes him. He said he's going to sit ringside and watch the rest of the show now. We have a quick Rising Star segment with Bear Country, talking about how they used to be singles wrestlers, and uh, now that they, f- they found themselves once they started teaming up. And we go into their match, where the Private Party, with a record of 1-0, accompanied by Matt Hardy, defeated Bear Country with a record of 5-0. Um, pretty surprising that Bear Country would get a loss after their quick um, Rising Star segment. But Matt Hardy tries to get involved, and Marco Stunt comes out to stop him, which in, uh, in order distracts Bear Bronson, who gets rolled up by Isaiah Cassidy for the pin. And after the match, Bear Country uh, looks like they're about to take out Marco, but Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy come out for the save, and both teams start fighting. So I'm pretty sure this is, I guess, uh, Bear Country's official heel turn. And our main event was Scorpio Sky with a record of 3-1, defeated Mike Seidel, making his singles debut, accompanied by his brother Matt. Uh, Scorpio does win by submission here. And after the match, Sky kept attacking Mike Seidel, who gets saved by his brother Matt. And then Ethan Page runs out and attacks Mike Seidel. So it looks like we have some sort of a, a bond here being formed with Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Pretty interesting. AW Dark Tuesday, we have The Butcher and the Blade with a record of 3-0, accompanied by the entire Hardy family office. Defeated the team of Milk Chocolate, Randy Summers, and Brandon Watts, with Blade pinning Summers with the Drag the Lake. And pretty much every single member of the Hardy family got involved here. I'm talking about Private Party, Matt Hardy, The Bunny, whoever the case is. Uh, They get involved for... Who knows, for whatever reason. Match number two, we have Maddie Rankowski with a record of 2-0, defeated Jasmine Allure, who has a record of 0-3, with her scissor kick that she calls a reality check. Leva Bates is on commentary the entire time, pretty much talking trash about Rankowski after their uh, 
brawl they had a couple of weeks ago. Match number three, Chaos Project with a record of 8 and 10, defeated Dean Alexander and Justin Law. This is Law's first match in AEW since April of 2020, so Pentacle does get the pin on Alexander after the creep in death. And Helico with a record of 0 and 2 with Jack Evans, defeated Sonny Kiss with a record of 2 and 0 with Joey Janela by submission with a tomorrow death row. Uh, Max Caster with a quick promo about tonight's match with Alex Reynolds talking about how I have Anthony Bowens in his corner back from injury in case anybody from Dark Order is there. Uh, speaking of Dark Order, we had the team of Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Cole Cabana with a record of 1-0, defeated Bill Collier, D3, and Vari Morales with Cabana getting the pin on D3 after the Chicago skyline. Jurassic Express, the team of Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt with a record of 3-0, accompanied by Jungle Boy, defeated Adam Priest and Casey Navarro. Very quick win with Luchasaurus getting the double pin on Priest and Navarro after hitting a double choke slam. Diamante with a record of 6-2, defeated Vipers with a record of 0-2. Easy quick win by Diamante, winning with a straight jacket submission. Team Taz, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, with a record of 1-1, one one, accompanied by Hook, defeated the team of Jake St. Patrick, Sage Scott, and Chandler Hopkins. Uh, we still see some dissension on Team Taz here, as Starks had the win after hitting the Rochambeau on Hopkins, but Brian Cage is able to tag himself in, hitting the drill claw for the win. Big Swole, Red Velvet, and Kylan King defeated the Sea Stars, who are a sister tag team of Ashley Vox and Delmi Elkso. They've been in Shine and Impact Wrestling. Uh, first time Delmi's been in AEW, but Ashley Vox has been here before. They team up with Vert Vixen, and all six ladies here had a pretty good match here. They got to show off by doing some dive spots, but Red Velvet does get the pin on Vert Vixen after hitting the Chef's Kiss. And as Swole, Velvet, and Kylan are celebrating, Jade Cargo comes out, and she looks like she's about to confront Red Velvet, who had to be held back by her partners. Michael Nakazawa with a record of 0-1, defeated Mike Magnum with a record of 0-2. Uh, Nakazawa still has his MT Nakazawa QT Marshall parody gimmick, and he's doing all his usual comedy stuff. He has his headset, his Apple, all the usual fun Nakazawa comedy. Match number 11, Kip Sapien and Miro with a record of 4-0, defeated John Skyler and Baron Black. Miro went and destroyed Baron Black before the bell even rang, and uh, he made Skyler submit pretty quick to the game over. And Kip Sapien, he didn't even get in the match. He didn't even take his jacket off the entire time. He's just talking to Penelope Ford at ringside while Miro does all the work. And our main event, Max Caster with a record of 5-1, defeated Alex Reynolds with a record of 6-1. Uh, Master's Freestyle says something about Alex Reynolds wearing a wig, and that he has more bald spots than QT Marshall. Um... Should be noted that Anthony Bowens was in his corner, but he is not medically cleared to wrestle just yet. He tries to get involved. Uh, John Silver tries to get involved, but Caster wins after hitting Reynolds with a chain when the referee was distracted, followed by his mic drop, elbow drop. That is it for AEW. We're going to go into NWA Power, where Nick Aldis starts to show. Uh, he starts with like a really somber promo, saying that he has a condition, he has a condition. But then he reveals it's all a ruse, and his condition is all he knows how to do is win. So the promo turns into a happy one. Kyle Davis asks, since Chris Adonis was on the winning team last week, if he's now part of Strictly Business. And um, he says that it's not that simple for Adonis. Um, he needs to do more. Trevor Murdoch comes out and interrupts. He's upset about last week's match and says that uh, they do, that's not how they do things in here in NWA. And he calls out Chris Adonis saying that he wants to put him, he wants a match with him after Adonis put him in the hospital for a week and challenges him to a no DQ match with the national title on the line for this. All this said that they have a lot in common, him and Trevor Murdoch, since they were both trained by Harley Race. And since the most important thing that Harley taught them was to never turn your back on your opponent. This cues Adonis to run out and attack Murdoch. 
setting up their match for later tonight. May Valentine is backstage with the NWE Tag Team Champions, J.R. Kratos and Aaron Stevens. Stevens says that everything he does from now on will be dedicated to the question mark. They get interrupted by Sal Renaro, who challenges them to a tag team title shot next week. He does not say who his partner was. Slice Boogie defeated Jeremiah Plunkett with a power driver. Uh, Tyrus defeated Matthew Mims with a chokeslam that he calls the Nuff Said. Tyrus comes out with Austin Idol, who will replace Velvet Sky in commentary for the match. The Pope and Red Rosser and Fred Rosser are interviewed, saying that their title match has been pushed back to next week. So they start to hype that up. And at this point, Melina joined the third spot in commentary for the women's match, which was Thunder Rosa and Alex Gracia, who just had a match on AEW Dark, defeated the team of Genocide, who's been in AEW Dark before, and Sky Blue by disqualification. Uh, after Camille interferes and spears Thunder Rosa, causing a DQ. And then as Melina is checking on Thunder Rosa on ringside, Camille has her back turned. And when she turns around, she's going face to face with Genocide. So these are pretty two tall ladies that that looks like they have a program being set up soon. Nick Aldis joins on commentary for the main event, and him and Tim Storm have a verbal confrontation, and Storm pretty much says that he isn't done with wrestling just yet. And in our main event, Chris Adonis defeated Trevor Murdoch to win the NWA national title in a notice qualification match by referee stoppage. Uh, Murdoch wrestled in the neck brace from the attack from earlier, and the story of the match was pretty much just Adonis dominating and targeting the injured neck of Murdoch and easily winning with what he used to call the master lock. I guess it's what the Adonis lock now. After the match, Adonis seems to be joining up with Strictly Business, but Nick Aldis says that he is just an associate for now. On NXT UK, we had the Supernova Sessions, Noam Dar with his guest Trent Seven. Noam, the entire time, um, talks about how Seven lost his match against the Cruiserweight title match against uh, Jordan Devlin, and says that it should have been him in this spot, as he's never gotten the title shot before. Uh, Seven gets in Dar's face, then Shaw Samuels comes out to get in Dar's corner and questions the relationship from Mustache Mountain. And Seven says that he'll be in Tyler Bates' corner when he goes against um, Noam Dar NXT UK prelude. Sit Scala backstage, told Ginny that her and Piper Niven are banned for the next match, which is Joseph Connors defeating Jack Stars. Pretty deadly announced that next week they'll defend their titles against Kenny Jordan and Amir Jordan, and Piper Niven is backstage with Jack Stars consulting him after his loss that he had tonight. The match number two is Primate and T-Bone, with Eddie Dennis defeated Danny Jones and Josh Morrell. Uh, commentary pointed out that it looks like Eddie Dennis has relinquished Wild Boar from the hunt and his duties, so it looks like T-Bone um, has replaced him. Match number three, Isla Dawn defeated Aaliyah James, a much more aggressive version of Isla here, winning with a bridge and suplex. We get another segment with Zaya Brooks and Nina Samuels, this time Zaya telling Nina to clean up the men's bathroom. We also see an odd backstage segment with Isla Dawn and just like some trippy noises and lights. And um, Kaylee Rake bumps into her and tells her that she should have been like this all along and maybe she would have been champion by now. Our main event was a no disqualification match where Isla Dragonall defeated Sam Gradwell. Violent matches you would expect. There's chairs, steel steps, cables being used. Um, Sam Gredwald, he's uh, trying to mess with Dragunov. He's asking him for forgiveness, but it's all a ruse. And then Dragunov does his snapping, and he wins the match by referee stoppage after repeated strikes to the face. 205 Live, Arya Davari and Tony Nese defeated the Bollywood Boys. Uh, Davari gets the pin on Sunil Singh after the Hammerlock Lariat. And in the main event, August Gray defeated the Shanti the Adonis with the So Much Prettier. On New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, we had the last episode of Strong Style Evolved, which has the two final qualification matches, with Clark Connors defeating TJP to advance, and Chris Dickinson defeated Blake Christian, which uh kind of expected since he is signed to NXT. Uh, not sure when this was taped, but obviously it had to be before he was signed. And the main event was David Finley and Carl Fredericks defeated Danny Limelight and Tom Lawler, with Finley pinning Limelight. And that sets up the New Japan Cup USA 2021 first round, with the matches of Clark Connors versus Leo Rush, Brody King versus Chris Dickinson, Ren Narita versus Tom Lawler, and Hikaleo versus Fred Rosser. So that should be really good. 
Ring of Honor, which this show was pretty much uh, concurrent with their 19th anniversary pay-per-view, so it was kind of like one of those throwaway shows. We had Bear City Bruiser uh, fighting Mike Bennett to a no contest once Bruiser went to grab a broken bottle to attack Bennett, uh, so the referee stops the match right away. But Mike Bennett does get saved by Matt Commentary, who was, I'm sorry, by Matt Taven, who was sitting at Commentary. And the main event was actually pretty good. It was a pure wrestling style gauntlet match, which saw Fred Yehai defeat Dante Caballero, Will Ferrero, who had his first match, uh, I want to say since 2019 at Ring of Honor, world famous CB, the former cheeseburger, Eric Martin, and Wheeler Utah. So it looks like Fred Yehai should be being pushed pretty soon. On main event, Drew Gulak defeated Akira Tozawa, and Angel Garza defeated Grand Matalik. And the WWE Network editions of the week, Evolve number 6, had such matches as Bobby Fish vs. Kyle O'Reilly, John Moxley vs. Homicide, which was a pretty good match, uh, Ricochet vs. Adam Cole, which was Adam Cole's final Evolve show um, for a long time as he went to Ring of Honor after this. And we also saw Evil Uno and Stu Grayson here as the Super Smash Brothers making their Evolve debuts. We have Progress Chapter 107, WXW We Love Wrestling number 4, and another episode of ICW Fight Club. That is it for this week. You guys can catch me here next week on another episode of Shot in the Dark. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.